This is a podcast from Rover. Greetings, everyone. How are we getting on today? This is Rex today. I'm Dominic George. We're here until 12.30. Coming up, we talk weather with Phil Duncan in just a moment. We need to do that. Cyclone Gabriel closing in. We'll get the latest with Phil Duncan. Then we're going to be catching up with our man Hamish Mackay. Talk a bit of sport on a Friday. That is all coming up between now and 12.30 here on Today FM. All right, but first up on the programme today, look, we would be totally remiss if we didn't have a chat to our good mate Phil Duncan from Weather Watch about the possibility of the Cyclone Gabriel wreaking havoc on the North Island. I've been uh, reading uh, his emails, his media releases with great interest. They're always entertaining, but uh, there was certainly one or two in the last couple of days that have got my attention. He joins us now. Phil, how are you? Oh, not bad. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm really good. But uh, watching this, like most of the country, and particularly the people up north, um, going, oh, God, not again. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's part of... uh fact that we live in this part of the world and at this time of the year we do sometimes get the odd tropical cyclone but this one unfortunately is um, in the perfect breeding ground which is the Coral Sea um, for for forming um, a really big nasty storm so um, if we just look at the facts only and don't use dramatic language um, the storm is a is technically a severe category three cyclone as the time that we're talking which was forecast it's not it's likely to sort of stay at this level for the next 24 48 hours it may go a little stronger um but it's sort of in that realm of where it's pretty much getting to the point where it's going to get about as big as it gets over the next two days then it leaves the tropics and as it does that like all cyclones, they, they lose their tropical centre and they become what we call extra-tropical. That's why you always hear the term ex-cyclone. Um, the X is short for extra, not actually, not saying not former. it was a cyclone. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. the most confusing thing on the earth. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. And so extra-tropical means that it can explode into a new storm. And so that's a bit of the concern. We see this with all of the ex-cyclones that, that move into our part of the world. They, the middle changes. And the, the best analogy I can give you is, if you think of the ice skaters, when they're spinning really fast, they tuck all their arms in and they just spin. But when they slow down, they stretch their arms out and it slows them down from that spinning on the ice. The cyclone does the same thing as it moves into New Zealand. It basically spreads out wide, opens its arms, if you like, and what that does is it shifts the severe weather from right at the centre, which is what you get when it's in the tropics, and it spreads it out for hundreds of kilometres. Right. So where the very centre goes, um, it does matter because it, it determines where that severe weather will be, but it's not as important as in the tropics, because in the tropics, when you're talking about where the eye of the storm is, mm. that's where you know everyone loses their roofs, whereas the eye of this system, it won't really have an eye, more the centre of the, the system, um, will we'll be maybe um, getting larger and larger, and so that severe weather spreads out from that. So it's, it's a complicated thing, and that's why, even though you'll hear from all of the forecasters, all Met Service, NEWA, Weather Watch, all on the same page for the whole week, saying this is very uh, serious and very much coming towards us, but then there's always this last little bit where they say, not quite locked in yet. Yeah. And, and we're doing that too. And that's because until we know the precise tracking of the centre, once it's actually here, that's, until we get to that point, we can't really say this is where the worst weather will be. So that's, that's why there's still a little bit of wiggle room um, over the next day or two. Right. So there is a high pressure zone to the east of New Zealand, and that's key as well, because that will determine to a large degree what happens with this uh, cyclone, right? Yeah, think of, think of the high-pressure zone as a hill and think of the low as a river. 
so that low doesn't want to go up a hill. That doesn't make sense. Right. right? Rivers don't go upwards. So it, it, would, it either stops and makes a lake on the other side, in which case that would be a very uh, big rain event, a little bit like what Auckland had a few weeks ago, mm. um, which was a very different setup, but it's that same blocking high, which makes the rain just sit there and sit there and sit there. Or the other option is um, the high changes shape, and it allows the low to kind of go around the top of it. And if it did that, it would skirt a little further north of New Zealand, which would be the best, the best outcome. But it doesn't look too likely to do that. If you look at the tracking, it, it appears to go north of New Zealand, and then at the last minute, around about Monday, it suddenly tracks south d- directly into the North Island. And that's because of that blocking high, turning, turning the... Uh, yeah, putting a, putting a curve into the river, if you like, um, uh, making it meander rather than go on a straight line. Gotcha. OK. Now, you have said as well it's been a long time since New Zealand weather forecasters have seen such extreme weather modelling for the upper North Island. That alone is a, a, alarm bells, isn't it, really? Yeah, do you know what? It's funny. I was saying to a friend last night, I've got a lot of anxiety. I stress a lot about these things because I, I want to be really accurate, but I also don't want to hype it up. Mm. And, and I was talking to another announcer yesterday who I said, there's a really fine line between warning people this could be destructive and deadly and also not sounding too hyped up and dramatic. Yeah. There's a very fine line. So, um, you know, with this event, you're hearing some big language because weather forecasters in New Zealand are not used to seeing this sort of air pressure up around Northland. We're talking about, we've seen computer modelling predicting 950, 960 hectopascals. If that was coming into Southland and Dunedin, that on its own would be a major news story because that would be a massive Southern Ocean winter storm. Um, but this is coming out of the tropics for the other end of the country. That just doesn't happen. It just, it's, I mean, it's very, very rare. So I would be going back to the 1990s to see a storm, Cyclones, Fergus and Drina, would be the last kind of similar kind of looking storms to hit the top of the country. But in more recent times, um, Cyclone Gita was probably the last one that was about as big. And that one hit the west coast in Taranaki. And not to minimise it for the people there, because it was a very bad storm, but, but it wasn't in the most populated, densely populated um, part of the country with the most amount of infrastructure and all that stuff. So the reason why, you know, I heard the, the lead forecaster meteorologist at Met Service last night on TVNZ say in her career she's never seen a storm like this um, posing this kind of threat. Uh, and so for here, for this part of the world. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm a bit in the same boat. I have seen some computer modelling that's looked like this, but then usually the next day it changes and it's not looking so bad. In this case, it's been basically five days of all computer models around the world saying this is really a serious event. So that's the reason why you're hearing uh, a more uh, concerning sound from the weather forecasters. We personally are just not used to seeing this show up in our weather maps. And just one quick thing, the last time we saw something like this that made us all feel a bit like that can't be right was the Nelson flood um, and, and last year, which mm. predicted a 1,000 millimetres of rain in some computer models, and it was really hard to think that that could be really possible, and it was possible. It did happen. So the computer modelling is actually very accurate, and so while we, there is wiggle room and things can still change, we are certainly seeing a serious storm that is heading our way with plenty of severe weather risks but the good news is, by this time next week, it is definitely gone. Right, OK. So just to conclude here, every 24 hours, you'll get a big refresh of the of the world's best modelling, and uh, that shifts the tracking each little day. But that's why forecasters uh, can have confidence of this, um, of this storm, but still not know the specific tracking, right? So that's kind of the, the summary. And... and, and 
is that? Do we have to? Oh, you, you'll be updating quite regularly, though, right? You, you like at Weather Watch? Yeah. So we, we our forecasts update every hour. Now that's great on the day, but it doesn't really make a much difference when you're talking about something three days away. Yeah, sure. Hour, okay. It's not really going to change much. Those global updates happen twice a day, once or twice a day, and they are the big ones that feed the IBM computer that we use. So when they get the updates from Japan and Australia and America and Europe and the UK and all of that, China, or everyone gets all fed in there. Um, that's that's when the, uh, the IBM computer can go, all right, let's have another look at this risk for rain. And I'll tell you a little example. So if you look at the maps today, they all look kind of the same still, this big storm. Mm. But we do updating for the lines companies in Auckland. And so they really want us to get into the weeds of it. And the one thing I noticed today was that, and this could still change tomorrow, but in today's update, the winds for Auckland had dropped about 30 k's an hour from yesterday. And the amount of rain has dropped by about 30 millimetres. So those are the small little differences that you see, oh, okay, so the severe weather in today's updates has maybe shifted a wee bit further out of Auckland, but then tomorrow it might move it back again. And so that's the back and forth of these models. Um, some people say to me, why, why do you even talk about it? Someone actually complained, um, don't like the advance warning, why don't you just tell <laughs> when you know? Really? And I'm like, but if we told you when we know, that might not be for 12 hours out from the storm. Yeah. And you can't do anything. So we try really hard to not to not say this is going to be the worst storm ever. We didn't say that. We said this is basically the worst storm since the 1990s um, coming into the north of the country. But until it actually hits, you can't say it was or is the worst. You just go, as far as computer forecasts are concerned, we as weather forecasters and the meteorologists at MetService have not seen this set up so far since you know the 1990s, that would be totally remiss if you did not report that. Um, and so that person yeah, we needs a lot of complaints. But it's it, amazing. Give yourselves support. an up. Yeah, of course you do. But give yourselves an up. Go. People just. Oh my God. People just. You know. Get your lives in check. I mean. I for, did respond to him saying. So what you're saying is you don't want us to warn you until we warn you. I tell like, you. I mean, yeah, I know. Unbelievable. Look, I can tell you. The standard of what they want, and you know, I also say to people, think of it like a bullet. If, if someone shot a bullet towards you. Would you like to know that it's coming your way? I mean, it's not the best analogy, but it's, it's a little bit like even if it completely misses you, wouldn't you want to at least know that that is in the area of that risk? I mean, probably a bad analogy, but it's, it gives you an idea of this is a serious system that, that, as we saw in the last few weeks, the weather can be deadly, and you've got to balance that warning of, of the risk with also not making it dramatic and over the top. And I think Met Service and Weather Watch are doing a pretty good job of that this week, trying really hard to say this is how bad it could be, and also trying to say these are the areas that might not be as bad and, and why the modelling is so hard to sometimes completely nail. Completely understood, and I can tell you in closing that, uh, you know, look, people in rural areas, uh, people with uh, farm stock, things like that, are, you know, um, they're always looking ahead uh, to see yeah, what is in store. complaints from your listeners, I can tell you that much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good on you. I know you've got a busy day ahead of you. Appreciate your time, Phil Duncan. Thank you, mate.